0: Well, Declan, I know you love a challenge. Uh, this is kind of a, a very different challenge uh, for you, but uh, a very important one. Uh, tell us about what you're, what you're doing.
1: Yeah, Trevor, uh, thanks for, for having me on. Um, I think what's happened is that um, in September this year, or uh, in August, my mother went into the Mercy Hospital and she sadly passed away on the 7th of September. But I think that um, the treatment that she received in the hospital it uh, was, was extremely good um, from everybody there, really, uh, from the security guards right through to the catering staff, the cleaning staff, nursing staff, the medical teams, all of them. Um, they really worked really hard to give her care that made the few weeks that she was in there very dignified and very humane, really. And uh, they treated us as a family as well myself, two sisters, Jolene and Paula, and Kenneth, and uh, my brother. Um, Really, really well over that time. So we felt that uh, this year, especially with the fundraising activities for the the charities seriously impacted with COVID, that we just try and see if we could do something small to try and see if we could help raise some bit of funds for for the charity. So what we've decided to do is is to do a, a virtual 5K over two weeks. So hopefully it'll apply it'll to anyone that wants to do it. Um, They can spread it over the two weeks. They can do it all together, whichever suits. Um, So whether you walk or, or jog it, it, it really doesn't matter. Um, and we're just going to see if we can raise some of the funds for the charity over that period of time. Just an appreciation for the care they took of my mother when she was in there.
0: Right, and just for people listening, I know you're doing it. You said with your sisters, Geraldine and Paul, and your brother Kenneth, you have a virtual five-kilometer challenge. How does it work, uh, Declan? Like, do you need to be fit for it? Or?
1: No, I think Trevor. What it is really is, it's, it's. Look, it's just a fun thing. It's, um, it's literally if you want to walk a hundred yards a day for for the two weeks, then mm-hmm. do it. If you want to walk it all together, if you want to run it, um, whatever you want to do, really. What it is is just giving us a platform to try and see if we can get some level of funding raised for what we feel is a really worthwhile charity um, and equally just an appreciation from us to the hospital for the care they took of my mother during those two weeks. So um, all I would say is that we're, we're seeing the first two weeks of December, so mm. for people to just, during that period of time, cover 5K in whatever way they want, um, maybe take a photograph, tag it to the Mercy Hospital Foundation um, and if they can to to, to make a donation on, on the on the site. I think you can put those details up on the ninety six um, website afterwards if you if you wouldn't mind.
0: Okay. And you just might mention what's the what's the website again, Dak?
1: So so the website is um it's www.justgiving.com, um, backslash campaign backslash five K for Lena Daly but if you go to the Mercy Hospital Fo- Foundation website you'll see a link for, for the event there
0: Okay and we'll have this interview up on our podcast after the show as well later just to, just to say and uh, the, I suppose the exciting part of it as well is uh, Declan the challenge is open to all ages all abilities and I believe you can you could take part uh, obviously anywhere in the world
1: Absolutely, Trevor. I think it's, it, look, with, it, with the time we're in, it's COVID-19 and the restrictions that imposes on people and maybe organising big numbers in any event. Um, gone. I think you can do it anywhere you want. So I'd be probably doing it up in the top of my park here over the two weeks of December. Or so um, And so anywhere you can do it, whether you're walking, as I say, running, pushing a tram, whatever you want. So you can do it anytime during that two-week period.
0: That's great, and uh, I wish you all the best of luck with it, uh, Declan. Certainly uh, a great challenge and for a great cause as well. Uh, just separate matters, Declan. Thanks, Trevor. Uh, ju- just on uh, Cork City, I know uh, yeah. that uh, you know, you're know you passionate about Cork City. Um, what have you made of what's happened? I know it's difficult for all sport, but what have you made of what's happened for Cork City this year?
1: Yeah, Trevor, look for Cork City. Uh, like I'm a fan like everybody else that goes out to the cross and supports the team, and it's it's been a really difficult season for for anybody supporting them and for equally for any of the players or for the management that's been involved um it's it's really difficult and it's really hard to see us going back down into the first division but mm. um i think look uh, i'm positive guy i'm 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 hoping we'll be only resting visiting there and we'll be back up again next year uh, i think i think it's been it's been a season of of real change in the club i think when you look at it, we've had three different managers probably since since August of last year mm. um uh before that we probably had three managers over the course of nine years like so yeah. so i think it has been a huge change and and, and i had a quick uh, i suppose i while i was sitting at home i was looking at the last team that played in the season last year and the last team that played this year and like we effectively would have had probably four people that played in the two games um and we had probably five or six new entrants into that first eleven, So it really has been a difficult period. Mm. Um, and I think uh, in the background, we all know that there's discussions as well about the, the ownership of the club and takeovers of the club and everything else. And I think that uh, all of those things are a really, really difficult environment to, to try and play, um, coupled together with the fact that Townsend Cross was always a difficult place to come to. Mm. And when you have no fans there, our fans are probably, in my view, the best in the country. So, yeah. uh, when you haven't got that number of people out there on the cross on a Friday night, I think it's not the most intimidating of venues to come to for opposing teams um, this year. So, hopefully, we can get back to some bit of normality next year um, with the ultimate target of trying to get back into the Premiership as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, do you, do you see um, Colin Healy being offered the job uh, going forward, Dick? Uh,
1: well look I suppose for me uh, I'm probably biased because I I actually have great time and belief in in, in the guys that were there Colin Healy the Alan Bennett of this world I think the people that were involved in the underage teams over the years uh, when you consider that you've had four or five of those underage players playing in our first 11 mm. in this in the first team over the last number of weeks um I have great faith in those guys. Uh, I I think they've done a great job out in the club and in the teams that they were involved in. Um, And as people and as uh, professionals, I don't think you could get better examples. So for me, I, I don't know what the club will decide or what's the way it goes, but I think for those guys, for me, um, they have everything I would consider to be relevant for leading the team forward. To be honest.
0: Okay, Deck. And just finally, would you be worried at all, Deck, about the uh, you know how quiet Preston are? Um, you know, it's been a while now since uh, yeah. the vote was passed, and they haven't come out with anything. I know there's a due diligence at the moment with Preston, but would you be a, a bit concerned that maybe uh, you know they, they, they might think twice about uh, taking over Cork City?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think f- until such time as whatever agreement is agreed formally and signed, uh-huh. I think there's always going to be a concern and there's always going to be a worry as to what's going to happen if. Um, so I think that's natural. I think it has to be there because uh, ultimately it, the deal hasn't been done as of yet, as I'm aware. Mm. So, so I think whilst that uncertainty exists, um, there's always going to be a fear that there's something going to come out of the woodwork that's going to stop the deal happening or stop the plans that the club would have had. Um, and I think all, all I'd hope for is that it would be done quite quickly because um, the pre-season comes around fast. You need to get your, your players on board for that pre-season. I'm sure whoever's going to be involved in the club next year would like to have their plans going to place now, now um, where they're going to get a squad of players together that's going to get us out of the first division. So I, I think all this delay doesn't help that progressing any further so I, I would just like to see a, a quick decision and a decision made as to what's going to happen and then you can plan and you can plan to try and get out of the first division which is the main priority for me at this point.
0: Yeah and and a licence as well they'll have to move quickly and getting a licence of course take.
1: Yeah that's true that's true yeah the licensing for the for the first division needs to be completed as well and I'm sure the ownership of the club will be an important part of that uh, assessment done by the fFA
0: Okay, well, good luck with the uh, 5K Challenge deck. I'm sure it may no bother to you, and uh, we hope that uh, Cork City will be back uh, in the top flight before too long. Thanks for joining us on The Score here on Corks 96.7. Trevor, thanks for the time. Thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.